My journey as an investment advisor started way back in 1994. So we're getting on close to 29 years ago um, that I got into the business. And most of my career was kind of done the old way. And things have changed a lot. And now that I'm involved in this online presence with the, the YouTube channel that Brandon and I have here, I'm learning more and more about the new way. And there are parts about this new way that troubled me. And the this, this video is sort of coming on the heels of a video Brandon did a couple of days ago. And he was talking about essentially the fallout from all of the FTX issues that have been going on, the implosion there. And his question or his topic, his thoughts were, what role do people like us? So if you're if you have a, a, an influence in the YouTube channel or in any social media for that matter, what role do we play? Because a lot of content creators over the last year spent a lot of time talking about crypto, promoting crypto. And Brandon's concern was were people taking money, were people taking large sums of money to talk about things to promote things that they a didn't understand and b they didn't believe in in the first place and that was the focus of his video he did meander a little bit as he tends to do on these longer form videos uh, but i want to sort of come down and distill my thoughts because some of the the comments were just wondering what an older guy what their take on this issue would be and, and brandon also suggested in the video that you know we i didn't know what he was going to post about and was interested in what i had to say so i'm gonna do that today there's a quote that I love, and it goes back, you know, many, many years, but it's from Warren Buffett. And the quote says, it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. If you think about that, you'll do things differently. And this is a quote that literally when my boys, Brandon and his brother Jesse were, were younger, I had this pinned to our fridge. And this is probably, if I'm thinking back around the time where they were out and about more by themselves, you know, without my uh, direct oversight and supervision, and I wanted to instill in their minds that you can do one really bad thing and it can wipe out your entire um, history of, of building something good. And I think about things today and as relevant as that quote was back in the day, I'm wondering if maybe that isn't the case anymore. And what I mean by that is today you can build a reputation very, very quickly with this social media presence with the ability to disseminate a message uh, so widely, so quickly, you can build a reputation in weeks, in months, probably. We, I think we see that uh, in the environment we live in today. And as far as ruining that in five minutes, I'm not so sure about that anymore. I think people have become more tolerant to BS out there, uh, whether it's political, whether it is financial, uh, basically any topic, people, are more forgiving, I think, or at least maybe there's you know things that they have, um, they can move on to other things more quickly. So the effect of screwing up isn't quite as, uh, as, as uh, strong as it used to be. My baseline has always been um, just whatever you're doing, whatever you're building, can you be proud of it? Can you sleep at night? And Brandon's, you know, when I think of that question in the context to Brandon's, uh, I think of that quote rather, that thought in context to Brandon's thought of the particular YouTubers who were promoting this crypto, um, are they proud of what they did? Can they sleep at night right now? And I am actually, I'll talk about this more in just a minute here, but I'm planning a, a new video that's been on the on the, the back burner for a little while now, but this sort of has bring, uh, brought that up to the top. So I will ask you a few questions about that a little bit uh, later. Now, 
full discretion or full disclaimer here. I don't watch a lot of YouTube outside of what Brandon and I do on the channel here. And he mentioned um, a, a number of uh, other YouTube providers or content creators on our space here. He mentioned Graham Stephan. He mentioned Andre Jick. He mentioned Meet Kevin. Now, I've probably seen maybe 10 of Graham's videos over the years. I've seen maybe four or five of Andre's and I've never seen a, a Meet Kevin video. Although I see, see the thumbnails, of course, every time I log on, because I think he's in the same space that we're in. So I, I see a lot of his thumbnail. Uh, Brandon also mentioned Tom Nash. He mentioned CoffeeZilla, Scott Schaefer. Um, never heard of those channels before. He did bring up Jeremy, south of the border from Vegas. At least uh, Jeremy used to live in Vegas. And uh, I'm familiar with his channel. He was one of the first channels I watched when Brandon got into, um, you know, started his YouTube channel. And so I watched a, a handful of his videos back then. So I'm telling you this because I wasn't aware of this issue of our fellow YouTubers pushing anything, let alone crypto. Uh, I think of our Canadian counterparts here. So, I mean, names that come to my mind, Daniel Pronk. I mean, I love the work that he does. Uh, ben Felix, I, I've watched two or three or four of Ben's videos. Um, Shay over at The Humble Trader. I've watched a few of her videos because I find them entertaining, even though honestly, whatever the things she's talking about are just a different language to me. Canadian in a t-shirt, I'm familiar with him. And of course, Adriano with the, the income channel down in, um, in Panama. These are all channels that I am familiar with, but I've spent very little time watching. But I have had comments over the last year or so since I, brought, I, um, since I joined Brandon's channel here of, of what my thoughts would be. Because we talk about finding good information sources and then sticking with those and narrowing it down. So comments I've got are, are these other guys good? So I'm contemplating preparing a video along those lines. Um, so I'm asking you, if that's something you'd like to see, maybe give the video a thumbs up, maybe leave a comment and say who, which other channels you'd like to know more about. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of old school, I'll admit. So I'm, I'm really out of my comfort zone as you might be able to tell from watching me here, um, even talking about this because I don't like to be critical of others. I also have lived by a motto my whole life. It says, if you're not part of the solution, is there, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And maybe there is a problem here that I'm not even, I'm not, not even aware of. So I would like to be aware of that. Um, do you want a video critiquing our peers out there? And you know we get our shares of critiques, and I'm going to talk about that in just a few moments here. Um, but the, I'll just I'll just start the video with that. Now I do want to talk about some of the things that Brandon spoke about during his lengthy video. I'm hoping to keep this one pretty tight. We'll see how it plays out. I'll just sort of categorize it under the topic of influence. And I'm of the belief if you have an influence on others, and I think that in the space that we're in here, we do actually have an influence on the decisions that people make. With that comes a responsibility. And there's a fine line between education and entertainment. And I realize that you need both here. You need to be able to entertain. You need to be able to educate. Otherwise, people are, aren't going to watch your channels. The importance of what we talk about, financial security, investing, um, not losing everything you have, um, this is critical. And that's why I think this rises up to a level of importance here that we don't see in other videos. And what comes to my mind as I was just putting my notes together here, I was thinking, if I want to paint a wall and I want to watch a video on how to paint a wall, no disrespect to the painters out there. I've watched how to paint videos and they, some are good, some are bad, but the importance, if you screw up and you, and you, um, you know, paint it incorrectly, you repaint it. 
no harm done. In the big scheme of things, maybe another gallon of paint. If you screw up in this field that we're in here, if you blow up your inheritance, if you blow up your investments, your savings plan, uh, et cetera, then this has lifelong lasting and critical implications. So um, I do agree that the importance that we have here, there um, kind of elevates things here. And Brandon spoke a lot about competency and accreditations are, you know, a lot of people are talking and they don't know what they're talking about. They're just in it to make a buck. On this topic, I agree with Brandon. I agree that if you are going to be giving out information, education, if you're going to be, I'll go back to influencing, you should have at minimum a baseline of knowledge about what you're talking about. Um, I would say there should be a way, I'd love it if there's a way that you can just lay it out. And I guess there are. I mean, we, you can put it in your descriptions, you can put it on your, there's a tab somewhere on your YouTube channel where you can put your history, etc. I I don't know how uh, utilized that feature is. The end of the day is that if you're going to be an expert and you know that you hear this term guru and it just drives me nuts. I hate that term. I wish it was banned from YouTube or from the lexicon in general. Uh, but if you're going to promote yourself as someone who's sharing this knowledge, yeah, I agree that you should have some way of, uh, you should have some history in the field and then you should be able to show uh, show somehow where people can, can assess. And the viewer can ultimately decide whether you have the credentials, whether you have the expertise, and whether it's something they should be following. At the end of the day, of course, everybody is responsible for what they do themselves. If you watch a, a YouTube channel on anything, a YouTube video on anything, doesn't mean you run out and do it, but you do take direction. You do take this, this you do have this influence. Now, that's different. Being accredited, being competent in the space that we are in here, uh, doesn't mean that you're always going to be right. And that's really important to revisit that. And I think of you know a baseball player, even the best, Baseball hitter um, does about a thousand. You know, a good average is probably, I haven't looked lately, but probably in the 350 range, uh, which means, you know, a third of the time they're hitting successfully, the rest they're not. And so um, there's there's no, ex there should be no expectation of perfection. And, you know, we're no different on our channel. If you look back over the videos that we've spoken about and, and you know, we have our stock battles, we have different ways that we share our thoughts on videos. Some have been home runs, um, some have been strikeouts. And there's a whole bunch of everything in between. I mean, obviously, we want to have a, as an investor, you want to have a batting average better than 350, uh, but it's not going to be a thousand. So that's really important to understand that, you know, stocks go up and down. And Brandon and I disagree on uh, some parts of investing. And I mean, I guess the the classic in our channel here is the, the you know, the uh, Tencent, the Alibaba, the Chinese stocks. Uh, you know, Brandon has had faith in those stocks. I haven't. Um, in his videos, credit to Brandon, he will lay out his logic. He'll lay out why he's doing things, the, the thought process behind it, not just saying, go and buy these. And I think what he was implying from his video is on some of these other channels, people just say, this is what you need to do. Um, so I hope he's been doing that. I suspect that he has. There's always two sides to the discussion. If, um, yeah, it, that's something that is important. I'll just, I'll just sort of leave it at that. Um, there is a difference between pushing a risky stock and informing the viewing public. As I said earlier, uh, this is not a game. The, we, as content creators in this space, have a responsibility to make sure that we are being um, res well, responsible. I guess that would make a uh, that would make a lot of sense. There is this underlying question, as I just sort of touched on. The the viewer also has some responsibility, but it's got to be a win-win. It's got to be a mix somehow. At the end of the day, I, I wrote down in my notes here. I just said, what purpose do we have? We. Brandon and I, this channel, 
all the other channels that people go to to learn about investing. Why are we doing in this, this in the first place? Well, there's a couple of reasons that come to mind. One is to educate the public. One is to um, earn a living, to make money. And as uh, Brandon said on his video, in this space, the way that YouTube has evolved, you can make a lot of money having a YouTube channel, and especially if you're going to be improperly capitalizing on the sponsorship opportunities, uh, on the uh, you know the the money that's available. And it takes me back to uh, when I got into the business way back in the day. So let's let's just you know call it 27, 28 years ago. I sat down with an accountant um, of a client of mine. And he was a nice guy. And he just said, you know, all the best in this business. I remember him saying, in your business, there will be a lot of opportunity to make a lot of money by doing the wrong thing. He just said, don't go there. You will be tempted from time to time. And this online platform is like that. Uh, there's money to be made by doing the wrong thing. And our goal here is always to balance off um, the, the education and the finance. Now, um, Brandon talked about sponsorships. We get comments about, you know, accepting money for promoting certain projects and that type of thing. And I'll, I'll just use Brandon as the example because that's the closest to me. Uh, Brandon left a secure job with a great potential future uh, when he saw a gap in the, the way that the information gets out there. Uh, he saw me educating clients, helping clients one-on-one, -on -one, sitting across a table in a little room talking to people. And he just saw the potential to go out and talk to thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of people by taking this information and going online. He wanted to do that. He wanted to help millennials back in the day. Now, I would argue, not just because he's my son, um, he has the right to make a living by doing that. And there is the possibility of doing that um, on this YouTube platform. At the end of the day, though, you, as I said earlier, I think you need to be proud of what you do. And when he started, we, you know, he consulted me and start, sort of looked at different strategies and what type of content he should put out there, etc. And I just said, whatever you do, build a business first and build, you know, something that's sustainable and build something that you're proud of. And, you know, the, the space I think is losing credibility. And I would even argue how much credibility did this space ever have? Now, clearly, based on what I've heard, people um, do come to us. They do come to our peers for information. Um, so I think they deserve they deserve proper information, good information. And I kind of think it's like the news channels where in my day, you know, back in the day, some of you viewers will be old enough to remember when you had maybe three channels on TV back before the cable days. And you went to the news, typically at six o'clock at night, to watch the news. And you learned about what had happened out there during the day. Today, that whole concept has switched from Here's the news. Now, let's set up an argument. Let's set up an insult to the other side. Let's set up some way to disagree with what's happening out there. Who did right? Who did wrong? Because that's what people want to watch. Our attention spans are so short. Back in the day, we didn't have a choice. We just watched the news because that's the only option that we had. But now there's so much competition out there that people uh, just crave that conflict. And the news channels have migrated to something that I don't like. And I see, you know... Oh, I worry, is this venue turning into something like that where there's more emphasis on the craziness of it, the sensationalism of it, the making the more money out of it than there is on actually giving out proper carrying information. That kind of takes me to 
uh, one of the things Brandon has talked about was sponsorships. And, uh, you know, that's one of the ways a channel like ours makes money. And a conflict that I've, you know, that we always grapple with here is if you are, or a first person here, if we are talking about a company, if we're promoting a company, if we're telling you about a particular company, does that mean that um, we should own it? And I think that there, a part of our uh, community does believe that if we're going to talk about it, I'll just use, for example, a recently a recent video I did uh, by, a, it was, it was a, a talk about um, blue chip investing. As an example, I used one of the funds from one of our sponsors, which is um, Harvest Investments. I'll just put the comment up on the screen here. The question was, do you own the ETF you're advertising? If so, how much or what percentage of your portfolio uh, does it represent? And, and I understand the question. I guess the concept is, well, if you're talking about this, you should own it, you know, have some skin in the game. My response to that was that I don't own any ETF equity funds. I mean, my personal style of investing is I own individual securities. However, for a lot of people watching this video who will take this information in, going out and building a portfolio of individual securities is not the right answer. It's not, it, it's impractical. Uh, it's just, it just, for many it is, but for a lot, probably most, it isn't, it isn't the right thing to do. That doesn't preclude me from saying to these people, well, here's things that would work for you. In fact, I think that's our obligation to go out and to share other solutions as opposed to saying, what I do personally is the only way to do it. It just simply isn't. So I'm not gonna back down and say that I need to own something. And it's really impractical if everything we talk about we, you know, we own in a portfolio, that would be very, very unmanageable. Um, it doesn't mean it's wrong um, to not own something that you talk about. It's finding that balance between doing the responsible thing, us being responsible to you, and yet, you know, having a channel that can survive um, as we go along here. Brandon also talked about um, comments. And uh, one of the comments was, why do you keep deleting my comment? And I'll just say flat out, we welcome dissent on our channel here. Uh, we have a lot of uh, smart viewers, a lot of people who, who agree with us, a lot of people who don't agree with us, or a handful who don't agree with us. And those contributions to our channel make it stronger. We welcome you to share your thoughts. Now we get comments, and I'm gonna throw a few of them up on the screen here. These are comments that we have not deleted. Uh, you know, they talk about that disagree with us, or that we're wrong, or you know, you suck, or you guys are clowns, or whatever the case may be. This is all part of the conversation. It's just, it, it goes with the territory. So we don't shy away from those. Um, but there are occasions when comments do get deleted. Now, first of all, or not, I wouldn't say deleted. First of all, some of them don't make it through. For those of you who aren't familiar, YouTube does have filters in there that will take out what they consider to be offensive um, comments. They put them into some separate area. They're not gonna show up. Um, I go through and I mean, there are clearly, clearly, obviously spam comments, you know, WhatsApp numbers, call this number, you know, hey, I'm Brandon, here's a chance to make some money. You've all seen them. Um, I delete them. I want when our viewers come to our channel, it's a, it's an enjoyable experience. So those just take away from the experience. And so I go through, yeah, quite actively and delete those. But those are not just channels or uh, comments from regular viewers. Uh, contributing to the conversation negatively or positively. Um, and I would say that um, another key thing from my perspective, again, I, I'm kind of older school this way. We have viewers of all ages that come to our channel. Uh, 
preteens up to people in their 80s and maybe even 90s. I don't know. I know there's 80-year-olds who watch it for sure, um, maybe even just their 90s. Not everybody is living in this world of, you know, foul language and anything goes and that type of thing. So um, I guess what I would say is we, we encourage respectful interaction. Uh, express yourself. Disagree with us. Um, no problem there. We encourage that. But just, you know, it's, it's quite possible that... Um, that if your comment is, um, what would you call that word? If the comment is, um, well, words escapes me now. If it's, if it's really, really bad, <laughs> um, I hope that works. The word will come to me in just a moment here. I'll put it up here. I'll, I'll say um, that we might take those down. The offensive, overly offensive, we might take those down. Offensive not to us or to our strategy, but just to the viewers in general. Now, uh, I want to put up here as an example of our um, acceptance of your comments. I had posted a video and a viewer had responded and said, um, well, quite a few things, a great, a great comment here. And part of it was subjectively, I find this video quite misleading as to the aforementioned facts vis-a-vis HYLD, Y2D performance uh, you mentioned. And he goes through a number of things um, in, the vi- in the video that he disagrees with. Now, as an example of my willingness to accept and engage, I mean, here's my response. I mean, you can see it on here. It's wholehearted, it's robust. Um, it's it's maybe clarifying or maybe disagreeing. That's fine. We can agree to disagree. But you can see on here that I certainly didn't say you shouldn't be doing this. So you shouldn't be saying we don't want to hear anybody who detracts from what we're saying. So take comfort. Engage. We'd love to hear from you all uh, when you feel so inclined to you know pick up the phone or pick up the keyboard and, and go back to us. Now, uh, last word I want to say here, I think is on the courses because Brandon did talk a little bit about courses. Kind of goes back to how you fund um, a channel like this, but also the the content that goes out of courses. And I'm just going to say, I mean, I, I pretty much echo everything that Brandon said um, in his talk about courses. And I will just sort of emphasize a very, very small percentage of you watching this are ever going to have any other dealings with us here or, you know, in our investing academy. That's just the way it is. 99 plus percent of the people who watch our videos are never going to spend another dollar with us. That's fine. We have no problem with that. Clearly, if we had a problem with that, we would stop doing these videos. We are, um, we're, like I say, Brandon started this whole concept of putting out information, putting out education to a certain demographic. We've expanded that. Um, if we didn't feel that people would benefit by doing us doing what we're doing, uh, we would stop doing it. Uh, we uh, do, however, invest in ourselves. We spend money with consultants, with professionals, on education if we feel that will help us either personally or with our business. So we certainly believe in um, putting good money out there uh, to to learn and to make yourselves better. So we are proud of what we've done in the Investing Academy. We we know that we've helped people. Uh, Maybe harder for people out there in general to see, but if you're part of our community, yeah, you just it, you know that what we're doing is good, so we can take a high level of comfort in helping those people who choose to work with us. Just beyond viewing our YouTube channels, we're perfectly fine with that. I mentioned that I feel um, uncomfortable, out of my comfort zone, talking about other YouTube channels, but I have had requests to do that. And over the last while, I've been contemplating putting a video together, not necessarily talking about other YouTube channels, but it drives me nuts when I'm scrolling through on my YouTube and I see all of these thumbnails of, you know, just impending disaster in our investing lives. It drives me nuts. I think that they're, well, I don't think, I know they're misleading, but I haven't spent the time to go through and actually (laughs) 
watch the videos because I think they're going to be ridiculous. But I was contemplating doing this, taking a day, whether that's eight hours or a day, as, as long as I have, as long as I can tolerate it, to go through and literally look at a thumbnail, watch the video and see um, if there's good information there. Are the thumbnails on or are they misleading? Because I don't want our viewers chasing those down. I would be open to reviewing our Canadian peers, YouTube channels as well. And I say this very reluctantly. Um, everybody's out there doing their thing. For the most part, I just keep away from there. I don't think there's any really, really horrible advice that comes out of the YouTube space, but there might be. If there's enough interest, please let me know. And I will dedicate the time um, to do that and, and hopefully help um, all of you here. If there's any channels you want particularly reviewed, um, go ahead, put them in there. Again, at this point, I can't promise anything, but I, I would like to do this if I can just get to the comfort level where I can do it in a responsible manner. I'd be happy to do that. Now, Brandon and I, I say we, we agree on a lot. We disagree on a lot. And I, my mind goes back to about a year and a half ago where uh, we did a video where we had old guy versus younger guy um, disagreeing on two topics. We disagreed on investing in China companies, Chinese companies, and we disagreed on a video I had done comparing Ford versus Tesla. And I had said that Ford at that time had been and was a better investment for the immediate future. And actually that's kind of borne out to be true, but um, I think it'd be a kick if you watch that video and I'll put a link for it right here uh, because the, the perspective that you'll see between younger and older um, is pretty stark. So check that out. Uh, the link for our investing academy is in the description below. Thank you for watching. Look forward to seeing you in my next video.